0: Good day. This is Matt, your host of the Wicked Awesome Podcast. In preparation of this episode, I threw the question out on social media on what your 10 out of 10 or perfect albums are. I was pleasantly surprised at the response and the suggestions. In fact, most of the albums uh, were passable in my mind. They didn't make me want to vomit on site. Always a good thing. Some of your suggestions are mentioned on this episode. If they're not mentioned, it's due to the one or two possibilities. Either it's an oversight on my part, and I'll go back and look at these suggestions again, or your suggestions may make it on later episodes with this same theme. This is definitely a part one. And there will be a part two and maybe a part three. It's hard to say. I thank you for your feedback as it has allowed me to revisit albums I haven't thought about in years. And in some cases, decades. And with any episode, please provide your feedback and thoughts on Twitter, on Podbean, on The Facing, if you're friends with me there, Instagram. Instagram. If you see me in person, if I know you in person, it's okay to approach me and provide thoughts on uh, this episode or any episode that I do. I love the conversations, especially with the relationship episodes, uh, as those have uh, brought up uh, a lot of discussion. And I thank you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. welcome to the wicked awesome podcast thank you for listening as always uh i'm your host matt and today i am joined by my friends eric and stout and we're going to talk about our five well just i shouldn't say our five but we're each going to name five ten out of ten perfect albums this is uh, an idea eric and i came up with a couple episodes ago and it's been getting a lot of uh, discussion on social media on the thing and Twitter, and so I'm really looking forward to this episode. Uh, so, what did you guys discover in your research? Uh, did you discover that it was easy to find five, or did you uh, did you have a, a difficult time just naming
1: five? I okay. found a bunch. Goodness gracious! Um, uh, going through. Uh, I found uh, I guess the 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 hardest thing was going back through all the artists that you like and all the all the albums that you were thinking about and the ones that you actually forgot about Uh, so and gathering that all together so uh, yeah I, I it was plenty of material for me
0: funny in what way just uh Funny, peculiar. Funny,
1: peculiar. Gotcha.
0: Not, not funny. Ha ha. Not funny. Ha Like I'm a clown. Do I amuse <laughs> you? Like good fellas type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh, Stel, you mentioned something before we started this. You want to share what you uh, said about this?
2: Oh yeah, I actually when I, you first said uh, let's pick five like perfect albums in for us, right? I I thought man, this is going to be tougher than I think. I can't think of five right away. You know, well, I could, but I reverted back to childhood and then it goes all the, through the year. So the five go span a lot. And then when I started really thinking about and writing them down, it was like a flood. I didn't want to not include them. Like you said, Matt, we could do 20 episodes of this for five albums, but you know what I mean? Um, at first I was like, five perfect albums. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You should only have one. And then I went, oh my God, there's so many I don't want to leave out.
0: There is, and there's really no criteria for this. I thought I was going to have a difficult time uh, naming five. And it was easy to find five. I think I'm going to have a difficult time finding five more. However, it's a lot of fun to kind of go back to albums like Eric uh, just mentioned and listening to them again and uh, see if they are indeed perfect. My definition of a perfect album is every song is good. Every song on the album is good no exceptions whatsoever. In fact, most of them are extraordinarily good. That's
1: it. And, and you don't want to, you don't, you're not tempted to hit the next. Exactly. Button. Basically. That's how, that's how, what my criteria was. I can sit down and listen to this, enjoy every, every song and not even think about hitting the next uh, button.
2: Mm-hmm. I think you're right. And I also, it's not about being perfect for somebody else for sure. Like whatever you're into and if it does it for you in your world, it's not going to be some of these things are not going to be for everybody for sure. You know, exactly. I didn't want to get passe, but then some of them I feel like, well, you know, I I don't want to say that's one of the perfect albums. Then you start looking at it, thinking about it and you go, yeah, that's a pretty perfect album. You know, I don't want to get all, uh, what do you call it? Just mainstream or whatever, but some of them are just too good that way.
1: It, but right. like, like you said Stout uh, you know some people uh, can like there's certain artists I can listen to them all of them you know it, it, but uh, mainstream if you go more mainstream a perfect album is, is a little different than maybe our personal perfect.
0: Yes agreed agreed and there's some that I'll mention later that were mentioned that I wouldn't listen to necessarily and but then when i think about it it's like you know what maybe yeah all right all right it's worth consideration so and we'll talk about those uh towards the end of this episode so what we'll do is we each have five there'll probably be a part two to this at some point in the future but uh for now we're just going to do five they're not going to be in any particular order or at least that's what i'm thinking we all have uh our personal favorite albums of all time, and we could rank them uh, five through one. But we're not. This isn't the purpose here. We're not here to rank them. All of these are 10 out of 10 albums. So we can just start naming one at a time and uh, go from there. We didn't talk about what our albums were either. The five albums that we're going to name. None of us know. This is a complete mystery to all of us. I can guess that Stouts, uh, one of Stouts is uh, Bette Midler's Broadway album. But, it is. Yeah. Damn I it. think
1: that's on all our lists. That's so. on all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I,
2: th- I was like, good. At least it's on all of our lists. I thought you guys just guessed. I was like, man, yeah. yeah. I'm so no. predictable. I'm so okay. predictable when right. it comes to Broadway. No, I I do know one album
0: in particular is going to get mentioned here by one of you guys. I won't name which album that is. If, uh But when it comes up, I'll say, yep, that's the one Mm -hmm. might surprise
2: you. What if we're what if we're cultured?
0: (laughs) I assume assume you're reasonably cultured, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Okay,
2: Stout, why don't you name uh, one? Go ahead. My the first one that came to mind without even thinking about it was Alchemy by Dire Straits. I OK, that is one that I, I knew you were going to name a Dire Straits one, but I
0: didn't know which one <laughs> I
2: didn't know which one because I own so many of them. I almost own them all and over the years. But the Alchemy is the one that's a double album and it's live. And it was every great song is on it and it was played to a T and the production on the album for as old as it is, I think it was mid 80s uh, for a live album it was crisp and clear and it, there was, it was a flawless album. I, and I could sit and to this day, I could, I own it on vinyl. I could sit and listen to it um, over and over again.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah. I, I'm not familiar with that album. Really. Uh, I do, you know, Sultan's a swing to me is maybe my favorite guitar song of all time. I love that song. I uh, Mark Knopfler on that. It's just incredible. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. So double album alchemy and probably put out in the mid eighties. All right. I'll have to check that out. Actually. Um, Eric, uh, go ahead. You, research. You go.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Research is a good thing. Go I think Eric's always our research guy. He's Like I got, it.
1: Right. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. my, my first one, the first one that came to mind, cause I've been listening to him for years, but, uh, the cars, um, oh, nice. that, uh, it's just a, a good every song's good uh everyone you know like matt said there's a couple of songs in there that are extraordinary but um it's just one of those albums you like i said you know perfect album you can sit down and listen to the whole thing and not even flinch yep. <laughs> um, but let the good times roll my best friend's girlfriend just what i needed uh don't you stop i mean
0: moving in stereo yes, yes that
1: was the first was that the first album eric no no it wasn't the first it wasn't
0: the first i always thought that was their debut album uh yeah.
1: let me let me look here that's a lot of hits yes it was good it was yeah good job stuff okay. yeah 1978 i thought there was one before it, but you're right you
2: actually surprised me on that one that was kind of a curveball i didn't realize that you would that cars would come up like that so quick but um that's it, a good album and like matt just said life is straight all i can think about is phoebe cates oh
0: i know it i know it whenever phoebe cates. Yep. oh
2: if you were a director and a filmmaker and you pick that song for that scene that was the perfect connection for mm-hmm. that scene you mm-hmm. know
0: Yep. always gonna yeah. think of phoebe cates taking that bikini top off
2: and... oh my goodness which yeah. you never even got to see it but just her coming out of the water that song playing and poor judge Reinhold. <laughs> doing his thing can we talk about this or maybe uh, i heard he it another we podcast on it well yeah.
0: i think it was another podcast that mentioned that blockbuster had to um order so many n- new copies of uh, fast times at ridgemont high because that scene was rewound and paused so many times that it
2: wore out the tape <laughs> <laughs> well you know because when she slings the thing off there's really nothing so you wouldn't see anything, yet, but everybody wanted to know. It would happen so fast. that Yeah, it's right.
0: You got to pause it just right to see. To see barely.
2: You barely see anything. Yeah. <laughs> but Judge Reinhold was funny, too, because, you know, he was cleaning the bathroom. He cleaned, he cleaned the bathroom. The he
1: bathroom. Was he the sure bathroom. was. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: Actually, yeah.
0: I think Eric and I talked about that album off camera. Yes. Last time. I
2: think we touched on that album on the show before. I think it, it's us. come up. Yeah. I do like that album. I have to revisit it to uh, really, really
0: agree on if it's a perfect album or not. I do like it. But, and that's one thing that people need to understand. Just because one of us may say an album's not a perfect album doesn't mean we don't like it. We could like it very, very much. It's just not perfect.
2: I mean, oh, if you don't like my albums, you suck. But whatever. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no.
0: But that's one thing that really needs to be
2: explained. It doesn't mean we dislike them.
0: Right. It just means they're not perfect. Right.
2: I also find it interesting, Eric, if you research that the bassist was the original singer. He died early. He died very young. Benjamin Orr. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Benjamin. And Rico Kasich's voice was very similar to his. If you look back. Because Benjamin originally sang the songs; it's eerily similar. Hmm. And R- Rick's big joke, which is also funny, is like, uh I was hired. I don't know why I was hired in the band, but they told me it was for my looks."
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah, because Benjamin Orr is actually the lead vocalist on "Moving in Stereo," and I always, for years, thought it was Rick Ocasek.
2: Yeah, it's
0: crazy. Yeah.
1: And, and the funny thing is, they both have a very unique voice. That's the funny thing. They, yeah. They do sound alike, and they're both very unique so exactly yeah.
2: i mean to be able to step in and cover like that yeah. when your bass has passed away and you just keep the band going it's, it, that's a crazy thing you know
0: yeah. it is so when i uh pass away uh before you guys you're just going to keep the band going because yeah it's just matt you know he's a bass player he he kind of mm-hmm. sucks anyway so
2: yeah yeah, yeah like you know, a dime a dozen the bass players are a dime a dozen. Yeah. No, yeah
1: it'll it'll be like led zeppelin buddy
2: it'll <laughs> it will just it'll be it we won't be it's like matt today question mark tomorrow <laughs> uh
0: my first album is kind of blue by miles davis and i'm not saying this just to be a hipster and be different whatever else uh kind of you Named blue. your son after him that's right i yep yeah, yeah named uh my son miles after miles davis and this album actually helped me get through my first year of teaching and my first year of fatherhood which uh happened uh yeah it was the same year so i used to go into work early and i'd put on kind of blue uh drink a ton of coffee and it was nice so i have that memory but even now when i put that on it's just like it's a perfect perfect album to have on vinyl uh when you're just sitting by yourself and just want to listen to something mellow and it sounds i mean it came out in 1959 and wow. this the sounds are uh familiar to all of us because we've heard them uh either on the radio or in uh, tv or movies but yeah just uh a good album mm. yeah yeah and uh you guys familiar with the album or
1: not Some very i'm that. looking it up right now yeah. i'm sure I, like you I, said i'm sure if we heard the songs we'd go oh yeah okay
2: yeah. they're all very very familiar songs actually <laughs> Right. And it also
0: had the jazz musicians uh, that are now iconic, like uh, John Coltrane uh, played in that group. Uh, I believe Thelonious Monk was involved with that as well. Uh, of course, now people are going to be listening to this and then they're going to name whoever played bass at all this. And they are like, yeah, Thelonious Monk did play on it. Yeah, yeah, you did. these idiots, they don't do their research.
2: <laughs> yeah. Wait, wasn't Thelonious Monk the, a keyboard player? Yeah. Piano player. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good. And uh, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to break down the album beyond that. Fucking
2: <laughs> <It's... looking> felonious. <laughs> exactly.
0: All right. Now we can name our
2: number two. Number if pee two. in your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis.
0: Dude, consider me Miles Davis. That's right. <laughs> Exactly. Uh all right. So Chris has pissed his pants and he's gonna name the <laughs> second album.
2: <laughs> I, oh geez, are we already back around? Uh oh yeah. There's only oh, three of us. Good lord. Uh I think um four or four. No, just kidding.
0: No, don't do uh, it. I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> I actually do have um a number four written down for some reason. Oh, oh yeah, I don't want to do that one second. I think one that I could go over and over. So this jumps way ahead from alchemy to uh, future Chris, but it's still probably 15 years old like clockwork. It's called by uh Queens of the Stone Age.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. And I'm not too. Fr- I do like Queens of the Stone Age. I haven't listened to a lot of Queens of the Stone Age, I must say. Uh, So uh, that's one I'll have to actually listen to to be like, all right, it's it's, is stout spot on with this. Uh, But yeah,
2: I had actually a couple of them. I had lullabies to paralyze. And then I was like, "Mm, they have like a ton of studio albums that they made, but like clockwork was when after Josh was sick and he was almost dead from an infection. And he came back, didn't know if he wanted to play music. Then he asked somebody to produce it. I don't want to say who he asked to produce it because I used to like the guy's music and now I think he's a dink, but um, mm-hmm. then he didn't do it. And I think Josh self-produced the album and then like clockwork came out and everything was against him making the, the album. That's why he's like, like clockwork. This is every song, everything they did just went against it. And he's like, why am I even doing music? But what came out of that for an album is yeah, you could sit and just put your headphones on and just listen to the whole thing. And there's not a bad song on it. I don't think but, but that's me, you know?
0: Well, yeah. Well, it's about taste. Music is about taste. But uh, yeah, I'll check it out. I mean, because the Queens of the Stone Age that I've heard, I really, really like. So definitely, definitely. Yeah. How about you, Eric? Do you, have you listened to much Queens of the Stone Age? Or?
1: Not really. No, yeah. I, I think. But it's one of those bands. I, I, I think I would like. I've heard them, and I think I would like them. I, I, I think it's one of those bands I should look more into.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So thank you, Stout, for uh, inspiring us to listen to more Queens of the Stone Age. Yes, uh, Eric, go right ahead. You can name your number two.
1: I don't know if I'm going to steal this from Stout, <laughs> but uh, Led Zeppelin 4.
2: <laughs> you can heard I me say it, 4, though? right?
1: When I, was <laughs> yeah. going
2: four, I was like, oh, that's Zeppelin 4. That was going to be my second one. And-
1: do you, sorry, okay. do you want me to? I got another one. No.
2: No, but that's great. No,
1: if no, think it's
2: already been said. It's already been said. <laughs> it's already been. What was it? It's already been gotten.
1: Okay, I'll give you a hint though, Stout. You can have
2: what? Uh, yeah, but well, I actually thought of all of them almost yeah, like, I was I, like I
1: know, and that's what I'm saying. I I could have went either way, and I went with four. Yeah, but I, I could go did. with the other one if if I need I know. to. So. The anyway, one that,
0: the one it was the one that came up uh, the most often on my Twitter feed for Led Zeppelin albums yeah. was Led Zeppelin four. four, Four, yeah, Four Sticks,
2: The Runes, Four Sticks, yeah. Four. They didn't it's, have a name for it, yeah, right, yeah.
1: So I, you, you you got Black Dog, Rock and Roll, uh, The Battle Evermore, Stairway to Heaven, Misty Mountain Hop, Going well, to California, go When the Levee Breaks. I mean, and and the only song that that is like eh is is four sticks, and I think it's it's an excellent song, and i don't i love it, but it's just all the other songs just are so good it's well it's four
2: different. sticks that was all about John, and that was instrumental right yeah, and he uh, he yeah. actually played with four sticks, and he had tree trunks they they were called they mm-hmm. custom made his sticks, and they were huge, and on that song he couldn't hit the drums hard enough, he thought he was there- the ba- that Heavy song has
0: lyric, That song has lyrics. That's a song that yeah, goes, it does. Oh, oh, baby. Yeah, you're yeah. right.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Actually, That's right. Uh Rollins Band does a That's cover right. of that that freaking slams. I mean, you really? think of Henry Rollins and how he sings, it's just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, uh, if you haven't heard it, check it out. You can find bum, that on bum, YouTube. Bum, bum,
2: bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. That's he- it's a heavy song. I don't. Yeah, I would. I don't discount any of those songs in that album. It's just a great album.
0: My least favorite song on that album, I think, is "Going to California." "Stairway to Heaven." I am tired of, but you can't argue. Yeah. Uh, but it yeah. is a good song. Yeah. Uh, um, but. I don't have it on my list. I do have another Zeppelin album on there. Our friend Jason Bourne or um, said any Zeppelin album, with the exception of the last two, the last two being in Through the Outdoor Coda. and Coda. And nobody knows anything off Coda. I've never i like Coda.
2: both of those albums. I don't I don't think they're bad albums, really.
0: Uh, in Through the Outdoor, I kind of like uh, th- there's some misses on that uh, physical graffiti, I think so slightly overrated. Uh, I but, like
2: fizz Graph. I just, yeah, I always liked that album too. Yeah, Cause that, it had a lot of different things going on with slide guitar and things that they hadn't done a lot of before. And I like all their acoustic stuff, but Coda was just thrown out after Bonzo's death because they took stuff that was pre- already recorded and they just kind of threw Coda at you. I think it was the record company that yeah. forced that one. And that's why the true Zeppelin fans weren't a super fan of that. I believe.
0: Exactly. Exactly. All right. So my number two, uh, or uh, the, one, the one that I'm going to mention second, is the Beatles' Revolver album. Uh, this is the one with Taxman, which we talked about, Good Day Sunshine, uh, Tomorrow Never Knows. Um, what else is on that? No, Stout just, uh, you know, he's still there. His
2: video just went I'm out. I'm here. I just clicked out. I just because I got to go over to my little mini fridge
0: i see i see yeah we don't we won't judge you uh but yeah so uh it's interesting on twitter uh, the most popular beatles album that was mentioned for this was uh abbey road where i'm not a huge fan of abbey road uh and i don't know why uh but this album i have found that I do like every song uh, front to back. I didn't put the White Album because of that song Revolution. Number nine, that Yoko Ono um, number nine. Yeah, number Number nine, nine. number nine. Uh, And ooh, ooh, Stout got a bubbly, too. We all we're
2: all had to get on board. Yeah. If you can't meet them, join
0: them. (laughs) You can't see the screen, but we're all drinking fizzy waters. Get my Bublé, my Michael Bublé. Yeah. Um, I will say and maybe people argue with me the Beatles did not put out a bad album. Uh, you can't say that about many groups. Uh, but this one, I'm is- not
2: a super fan, but it, I don't. It's not that I don't appreciate them. Just don't get me sure. wrong about that. Sure. But they're talented. I liked all the Paul songs, especially, of course, we've talked about that.
0: Yeah. Also, Eleanor Rigby's on Revolver as well. Uh, so I won't name every uh, single song, but it's the one Beatles. Uh, it's my favorite Beatles album. So
2: there you go. It's uh, probably their best album, I think.
1: There you go.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah, I think it might be. I think it might be. Okay. So we're, we're rolling right along, gentlemen. So we'll... Uh, Stout, you can name your number three.
2: I think my number three... so here it is kind of mainstream maybe not mainstream a little off the beaten path but it's a an acquired taste maybe this prog rock um 2112 there i did it 2112 who did that one
0: rush oh okay see i'm not a huge rush fan and uh but i i Appreciate them, uh, but I appreciate them. I
1: appreciate them as musicians. They're yeah. incredible musicians. Yes. Yeah.
2: Technically speaking, they're on top of the world, but they're, yeah. not, they're not poppy, and they don't want to be poppy, and they do concept albums, and it's too much for people to take, and Geddy Lee's voice, and you hear all that, but you know what? I almost did Farewell Kings. I love all their albums, mm-hmm. but 2112, if you sit in the dark, put your headphones on and listen to that back to front, it tells a story. It's like an incredible album.
0: So uh, yeah and also with Rush too they weren't your quintessential rock stars their personal lives are actually kind of boring because they didn't do drugs or sleep with a bunch of women i mean they they played wrong, shows man. they went to their motel they watched tv read and went to bed they cooked yeah
2: yeah they cooked in the hotel they would make meals i mean i th- I find a certain you know you don't always have to have a rock and roll lifestyle to be total rock and roll i i think right. they're admirable for that you know right. really
0: but i guess neil parrot uh who of course we know is dead now his wife and daughter died in a car accident
2: i believe oh god he lost so many people back to back yes yeah and, and
0: he wrote a yeah. book uh he decided to mourn by uh taken a cross country trip on a, his motorcycle and he yes. wrote a book uh, about that journey which would probably be interesting to read but that yeah he did have a lot of tragedy in his life
2: he's got quite a few writings about living in europe and everything about taking care of someone mm-hmm. who was Passing away and cooking for them, going to the market. Very interesting cat. And he wrote all their stuff. They weren't sure how he was going to fit into the band at the very beginning. He was a great yeah. drummer, but what could he do? They weren't used to writing. He wrote everything. All those lyrics are his. Yeah, and a lot oh, of the they are. Beats.
0: Yeah. See, I didn't. Yeah. You, I didn't know that either. Yeah, oh, and yeah. What a drummer! Holy cow! What a drummer! Yeah. Yeah, Eric. Yes, so sir. We're up to number three already. Yeah. Go
1: okay. Ahead. I'm going to go with ACDC, the first ACDC mention, Highway
0: to Hell. Highway to Hell. That is the one that I'm, the ACDC
2: album that I did not expect to come up. Highway to Hell.
1: Really? Oh, so you,
2: is that what, where you were saying one of us is going to mention an album and it was going to be ACDC, right? It was going to be ACDC, but it wasn't going to be that album. Was it black in something? <laughs>
0: <Yeah. Is> it- <laughs> I, f- I think uh, you might be right. Onto uh, something there, the,
1: the funny thing is, guys, that, uh, you know, that one came to mind, but I really do like Highway to Hell better. Uh, Girls Got Rhythm, Walk All Over You, Touch Too Much, Beating Around the Bush. I mean, the thing is uh, yeah, it's just a, a, a crazy. Every song seems like it's driving. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next song and, and uh, well, there's not a bad song on it.
2: And they couldn't get a hit on the radio out of that album.
1: back then. I, I know and, it's and, crazy, but that whole album is good.
0: It is. It is. And now songs on classic rock. Ra- if you listen to classic yeah. rock radio, you hear those songs all the time, uh, especially highway to hell. And, Love hungry
1: man, night prowler. If you want blood. I mean, it's just, a, just a brilliant album. It, it, it is definitely underrated. Yes. Bond's
2: voice and Bond's voice and Eric, and I mean to cut you off, Matt. Um, Eric also, okay. little things like Bond was such a fan of, like, um, and it, uh, it's kind of you. What's the one that, and there ain't nothing, nothing now, nothing you can do. And his voice gets all raspy too. And at the end, he goes, Night Prowler. And he goes, Shazbat, no, 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 no.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Like a tribute to Mork and Mindy. He he liked that show. And he goes, he goes, (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Like stuff like that, you know?
0: Yeah. And I'm going to have to go back uh, and listen to the Bon Scott ACDC albums. They're they're all good. Are they perfect? I don't know. And then there are American releases that were different than the original Australian releases. So you got to comb through that a little bit, maybe. Um, Yeah. And I remember in high school having uh, uh, my senior year of high school for Christmas, I got on cassette tape, uh, Powerage. And I haven't thought of that album in a long time. And I remember liking it, but I'll have to go back and see if that's a great album. It's a great album. And I'll have to go back and see if every song on that is good. Then there's other ones like Let There Be Rock, which I haven't i'm not very really familiar with that one and then you know when it switches to brian johnson i don't know i mean maybe back back in black will come up with you guys today uh maybe it won't but mutt lang produced highway to hell and you could sense that the direction was going in kind of a poppy direction with ACDC, which does make you wonder if Bond lived, how the next albums would.
2: He recorded back in black. Did he look it up? Yep. His vocals are on back in black and a bunch of songs. He wrote them and there's recordings. If you look for them deep enough, you'll hear Bond sing his version of those songs. No kidding. So they were laid down. Some of them were laid down as demo. And then huh. Brian came in and Brian didn't have to think too much about it. But the next album, they said, you better learn how to write. And Brian said, Oh my God, I'm dead. I, I don't know how to write. And then he did. He figured it out. Right. That's scary. That's a scary thing. You know, you're canned if you can't write.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what number are we on
2: again? Are we on number three?
0: Was it that- did we all do the was number just three? That was three. Okay. Because I've only named yeah, because I've only named two. That was three.
2: You go, your three is coming.
0: My three's coming up. Okay, here we go. The Rolling Stones let it bleed.
2: Well, that's Ooh. a good one.
0: Yeah. And Midnight Rambler. You can't always get what you want. Uh uh the Country Honk which was the kind of the prequel to Honky Tonk Woman. I love that version. I do too. I do too. Better than the better than uh the Honky Tonk version. And what else is on that album? Silver and Gold. Oh, Give Me Shelter of course. Uh so I love yeah. that
1: song. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, Keith Richards, That was like right after Brian Johnson, uh, Brian Jones. I'm sorry. Is it Johnson or Jones? Brian Jones Jones. Jones, That's right. Brian Jones. Yeah. Because Brian Johnson's ACDC. Jesus, get your
1: (laughs) ACDC. Yeah.
0: Anyway, shortly after he died and uh, Keith Richards does most of the guitars. uh, Mick Taylor does a few, but he wasn't officially part of the band yet. And uh, great album. I can listen to Midnight Rambler every single day i just heard night.
2: you know what i love about being up here matt that you say that i love to listen to tos still to this day because tos just played a version an old crackly version live version of midnight rambler the other day and awesome. also oh, i heard mick jagger also sing under the boardwalk but i'm like and then today i heard a brian johnson acdc song you never hear on the radio because of uh tos and it, i was like on my way back from belfast I said Got to hand it for TOS to just doing a little obscurity now and again.
0: Oh, yeah, no question. No question. Uh, They'll still play the classic obscure stuff. Uh, Unfortunately, they've gone the way of playing modern kind of post grunge tracks of the they bands do. that they just do. all sound the same
2: they throw them in you're right like stone sour and uh, uh yeah. that five finger death punch and so i i agree right. but every now and again you'll find a hidden gem and I, I think that's pretty cool that they at least touch on that
0: yeah yeah one thing about tos when uh, we were growing up too they used to have one night out of the week that played the whole album of whatever artists like yeah i remember when they played this album that i just mentioned actually the whole album and
2: was it late at night like on a sunday it may have been
0: it may have been yeah 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 uh, so and then of course on uh friday nights or saturday nights they would play all grateful dead for like hours on end another night they'd play uh all frank zappa so and
2: then zeppelin let's get the lead out yeah
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah you guys remember this one coming from a really tall tower on a really big mountain. (laughs) T.O.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And then a bunch (laughs) of stoner guys cutting wood uh, were told one day that T.O.S. stands for Top of Sugarloaf and their minds were blown.
2: Whoa! That's so fucking cool, man! (laughs) Up a
1: sugarloaf that's what the tower <laughs>
2: was. They broadcast out of Skowhegan. Yeah. You couldn't say like coming from Scout Town. Like nobody cares.
1: Yeah. Top
0: of the <laughs> it's just like when top of the mountain, you make that connection. Top of the mountain, TOS, yeah, top of sugar Yeah. Sugarloaf, huh? yeah. <laughs> All
2: right, we're up to number four already. We're moving fast. Go ahead, Stow. you Oh you. my goodness. I just started. This is where I did my incoherent scribble um, <laughs> because I couldn't really select. I, I had like Foo Fighters, Tours, Jimmy Buffett is, is even in there. Oh, Jesus. Um, I do. I, I like all that stuff. I've been listening to a lot of Buffett lately. And okay. uh, fair enough. What was it? Fruitcakes, maybe the album Fruitcakes. Mm-hmm. Which one was uh, he had a lot of hits on one of those albums and I didn't. I was behind Matt, so I didn't really get to research as deep as I wanted to. And then Buffett came in late, but he had one of those albums. Maybe it was Fruitcakes, where it had fins on it and everything. Fins to the left, fins to the right. We're the only bait in town. It just had one hit after another. Cheeseburger in Paradise, they were all on there, you know? Well... So is this what you're going to go with
0: uh, the Jimmy? Uh, yeah, but
2: I couldn't I couldn't nail the album down. I just was doing that last minute. I switched up some albums, and I I realized I wanted to get some Buffett in there because I. But I was it. I'm gonna. What, it, I don't think it was named Margaritaville. It might have been the Margaritaville time period. But I. I is like is Margaritaville the, on the?
0: Uh, is Margaritaville on the album?
2: It might have been. Oh my God! Now you guys are nailing me down that I'm probably end up i'm gonna end up being in a greatest hits it, moment it's here okay. i'm like maybe it's the
0: greatest hits It's the greatest hits, <laughs> uh, the greatest hits. I'm, okay i'm bringing up jimmy buffett's this 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 uh discover yourself you. kid don't <laughs> hurt yourself uh, here we go studio he has 29 studio albums Good Lord. okay uh down to earth was released uh Uh, let's see changes in latitude son of a sailor in
2: son of a son of a sailor. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one.
0: And then the eighties coconut telegraph somewhere over China. Now it's a question of when the hell did Margaritaville come out?
2: It might've been changes in latitudes. Okay. I'm going to look that one up changes in latitudes. Okay. I just clicked on it. I think it was that time period. Yeah.
0: Okay. So the songs track listing on it. Uh, Okay. Changes in latitude. Wonder why we Buffett ever, ever go home. Banana Republic's uh, Margaritaville's on there in the yeah. shelter. Miss you badly. Okay.
2: So that's what in Biloxi landfall. All right. That's what we're going to go with. Uh, Chris, that's a good one. Changes in, changes yeah. in latitude. Fruitcakes is also a good one.
0: Fruitcakes is also a good one. Okay. Uh, yeah.
2: There's, he's done so many albums, but there's so many that you can just listen to, you know, if you're in an Island mode, I sure. guess, sure. you know, well, you're a Florida boy after all,
0: so. Uh, oh, yeah.
1: God damn right.
0: Exactly. All right. Uh, Eric, what's your number four?
1: I'm going to mix it up a little bit with Fleetwood Mac rumors.
0: Interesting. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. Actually, did I talk about that at the beginning? Did I mention uh, that? One?
2: I don't think so. Not today, but you, we have talked about that album for some reason before. But I, I don't
0: see. Yeah, that came up a lot on the Twitter feed. And I'm like, oh,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. No, that's it, solid.
0: Yeah. I, and I'll have to listen to it um, front to back coming up. But it, it is solid. That is a solid album.
1: You I got think. secondhand news, dreams, never going back again. Don't stop. Go your own way. Songbird, The Chain you make love and fun i don't want to know oh daddy gold dust woman yeah i mean that's it's it's solid the whole thing is
0: mm-hmm. and the whole album was most of those songs are about lindsey buckingham and stevie Nicks being at odds with each <laughs> other and breaking up and somehow they were able to stay in the band and perform all those songs it's like right. Stevie Nicks, I'm going to write this song about you being a complete, total abusive asshole. Yeah. And here he is playing guitar on it and singing. <laughs> it's <vocals>. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it is. And I remember listening to those songs as a kid too and uh, liking them. So, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you listeners can't see it, but right now we have a nice butt shot of Chris uh, Stout. And he probably can't hear me because he had to take the, his earphones. And oh. he's got his mute on. And he's got his mute on, too. So he yeah. must be breaking wind. <laughs> he must be breaking wind. <laughs> there he goes. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's funny, that Chris Stout. Yes, he <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. All right. My number four is a Led Zeppelin album. And it is not one. Not Sorry, three. I was muted. Yeah. Not one, not three, not four, but Led Zeppelin two is yeah that's a good one Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. i feel like the first two albums i could almost put the first one on here um as well there wasn't much forethought put into any of these songs and it's just four guys just jamming out
2: the, and the, was that the acoustic one or the b-side was all acoustic right that's that's it that's led zeppelin three that's led zeppelin okay that's what i thought
0: yeah uh yeah led zeppelin 3 is when they started to put a little bit more thought into uh songs and uh you can you see it in that album then you of course you really see it in led zeppelin 4 but led zeppelin 2 is just four guys just getting together and just playing all out and uh but yet within it there's a little bit of kind of soft side with uh thank you and uh uh, a lot of the songs are really just bass driven too, uh, like uh, Ramble on Ramble
1: on is a good song. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What is and what should never be just really good songs. The lemon song. I, I really like uh, mm-hmm. that's like true. put John Paul Jones bass. And yeah. Yeah. So anyway, and there it is. Led Zeppelin too. Yeah. the lemon
2: song. Where's the, what song has the callback to the lemon song? Do you remember what it is? Call back to the lemon song. I don't do you they do a song, they do another song, and he brings <gasps> oh
0: that's way. uh traveling something blues. Uh no, what is it? The one
2: where he's like, Rose. Oh Rose, oh, oh Rose, oh girl, steal away. Oh, yeah, that's that whole... way. That that's whole a, jam right there when they go nuts with that is great. It's like uh when he's like uh what is it? Cause I got you in my sights, uh, you know. Uh, yeah they call me
0: the, the hunter. hunter, right? The hidden <laughs> the hidden song within a song, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how many more times off Led Zeppelin won. Yes. Yep, yeah, it's yeah, a
2: old song. blues song that they just revamp like retwisted up.
0: Yeah, and that's what the first two albums are—just uh, yeah. them reusing old blue, and they were criticized for it heavily. Uh, they were the paying
2: tribute to like Robert Johnson and everything. I don't, right? I don't, I don't know why people get all worked up about that. Like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uncle George did it too. George Thurgood did it a lot too, and people go, you know, oh, all he did was well, wow, he's paying tribute and he put his own twist on it. And he said that. Like he wasn't stealing. He said, This is my trio. I love these guys. And everybody went crazy about it. You know? I
0: think the issue was back then is that a lot of these old blues mus- musicians weren't getting royalties. They
2: right. didn't get money. Yeah. Yep. And
0: then Willie Dixon ended up uh, getting royalties years later for a whole lot of love because it was uh, th- the same lyrics as uh, his song, You Need Love. So, yeah.
2: His family did that right his family really fought for that i believe
0: yeah it could very well be yeah yeah and rightfully so rightfully so
2: it's sad that you don't get your royalties till after you're dead like if you're an artist like you know it's just it's kind of sad you know well and it's the
0: contracts that a lot of these musicians signed that they really didn't understand and you know a lot of it had to do with the fine print that was written in these contracts and it's a shame it's a shame that happens yeah all right, now we're at number five, and uh, then I'm gonna. After this, I'll name a bunch of albums that were mentioned on social media, and we can kind of have a back and forth on uh, those. Uh, uh, so, uh, and anyway, uh, number five. Okay, Stout, you ready to listen? List your last album,
2: uh, the Rack and Tours, and I believe the uh, their first album was called the Rack and Tours, the right? Rack and
0: Tours, yeah. Okay, so that's the Jack White uh, album collaboration
2: it- with Brendan.
0: And who was in Queens of the Stone Age?
2: No, Brendan is a different cat. He's um, he's like a folksy guy that they've always been friends. I don't remember. I, I couldn't tell you the names of the bands that Brendan was in. He was in bands, but I don't know particular who they were. But when they get together, their collaboration is really good. And I believe it's the original album, if I'm not mistaken, because I had computer problems and the phone was dying today when I was trying to research that one because I swapped that one out. Also, like, I was like, no, no, I think I like this one because you're saying perfect album. And in my head, I'm like, I don't know what that means. I think it means an album you won't shut off. You're not going to fast forward, like Eric said, you know? Right, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, the, and that's a good choice. I, again, I'm not. My actually my son uh, is really, really into the raconteurs and the white stripes. And what I've heard, I really like uh, uh, from the raconteurs. But again, you're pointing me in a really good positive direction. Stout, Uh, you're you're you're, for once in your life, you're actually
2: a good influence.
0: Oh, nice. (laughs)
2: I'm not trying to feed the kids the drugs on the corner, you know exactly exactly right. yeah yeah it, it's and a good thing. you've been rehabilitated <laughs> uh, out of that that's good to see uh, good
0: all right, Eric, and what's your final album of the day?
1: I'm going to say uh probably not a lot of people know these guys, but King's X
2: yep oh yeah, yeah, you've mentioned them quite a bit actually yeah
1: well they they're one of my favorite. Bands. It's one of those bands that aren't necessarily mainstream, but you get into it and enjoy their sound. So you, you know, look into it even more and you find a lot of music that they do that you actually really appreciate. And they actually have one album that is, is a solid album. I can listen to the whole thing backward, forward, uh, dog man. And it's actually one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, uh, it's got uh, uh, Dog Man Shoes, Pretend, Flies in Blue Skies, Black Sky, and at the end they've got a tribute to Jimi Hendrix and Manic Depression. Oh, They nice. do. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's a live version, mm-hmm. but uh, there, there's not a there's not a song on this uh, uh, that I that I don't like that I don't think is a solid eight to ten. Oh wow, wow! Yeah.
2: I think I heard a couple of King's X songs on the way while I was driving here. Cause you know, you have that long drive. You just switch around, I think on XM or something, Eric, one of those XM stations or something played at least two Kings X songs on my way down that I heard, which yeah. is a l- f- few and far between. I don't hear them all very often, you know? Yeah.
1: And, and they don't, pl- I don't think they play any of dog man. I haven't ever heard any of the dog man album actually on the radio. Um, I've heard a couple of other ones. Um uh one off faith, hope and love. And, uh, one of their al- other albums, they've got a couple that have, that have played on TOS and stuff, but, mm-hmm. uh, nothing off dog, man. And dog, man's very, you guys would like, you would like dog, man. It's a very heavy album. Um, uh, they, they they're getting into drop D tuning and, <laughs> uh, they, they really play some really heavy funky riffs and, uh, that's one reason I like them so much or this album, especially.
0: It's a, certainly a fun tuning to play. Uh, and yeah. I mean, a lot of people can't relate uh, because you're not seasoned musicians like we are. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but it's
2: heavy and you, know, you don't have to be super heavy handed, but it, it really does bring <laughs> a lot of, I don't know, a combination of hard rock meets funk meets you, you you could turn tune down that one string to D you don't have to tune down any other strings if you don't want to. And now you're laying a bar chord, a flat bar and sliding it around with one finger and making full chords out of it. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, And and
1: your guitar uh, becomes lower in tuning, Mm -hmm. but also the, the shape of that bar chord, you can, it becomes very percussive on the guitar. If you want a lot of songs that uh, are really have that extra, extra deep, uh, tone and, uh, become more percussive is is drop D stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, your finger becomes a bass and then a highly tuned piano all at once, you know. Um, And, you know, a lot of drummers think of it that way. When Dave Grohl plays, he says the lower strings, meaning the upper portion of the guitar, uh, the sixth string is that he goes, that's my kick. Mm -hmm. And then every all the way down is all the way up to my snare. He goes, that's when I plunk on the guitar. If you listen to it, I'm doing drum timing. It's kind of interesting. It's amazing instrument. That's I've always been in love with the guitar for that reason.
0: Yeah. Everlong by the Foo Fighters. That's in drop D. And there's one song that I played. I'm not a fan of Godsmack at all, but there's one song that uh, I have played. Uh, what's that song? Uh stayed away from me. That one we used to do
2: that one, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's a fun one to play.
0: That yeah, and that's in drop D, and it's just like, ooh, yeah, all right. It's and it does. It adds a little bit of oomph to it that otherwise wouldn't be there.
2: And it's got yeah. that little funky timing where he goes, do, 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 do you have that but you have that one every other measure? And I was trying to tell this guy that I was playing with in this band. He goes, oh, really? Is that what you're hearing? That's what you think it does? I go, I have a very fine, acute ear for this. And every other measure goes where he, he hits that that bar twice. He goes, The next time it's smooth, right? And he's like, oh, is that what you think it's doing? I'm like, no, I know it's doing him? Did you punch him stout? I punched him with my guitar chords, with my amplifier, knocked him in through the wall. There you go. I shall skats.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there. Yeah, good for you, Stout. Thanks. All right. Uh, so, is it my turn? It is. So I'm about to name my final album of of the do day. It, uh, We're going to have to do a part.
1: I, I know what? what it is, but go ahead. What yeah, do you do know? Album
0: cover. I, what do you think it is? You think? What do you think it is?
1: Violent Femmes. It is. It is. What is it? Is it's the Violent, Violent Femmes',
0: Femmes. Uh, first album. You know. What do you think it is? Yeah. Yeah. So the blitzer in the sun confessions added up, uh, you know, uh, good feeling. Every freaking song on that album is good. It's underrated. It should be iconic status because it really inspired a indie sound. That was. Yeah. I mean, you think of uh, so many indie college bands that followed and that album doesn't get enough recognition as Stout is holding up a jar of gooper. uh, It's like it's like peanut butter with uh, grape jelly in it. Yeah. Yeah. I wish you could see this people. Uh, He's in his cabin. It looks like a Ted Kaczynski dwelling. Um, and, uber grape uh, yeah so so ted's uh so ted so chris is living like the unabomber and he's uh he's uh resorted to uh, <laughs> eating peanut butter and jelly
2: all together you'd be surprised how it is up in the kaczynski household i mean you always got you always got to be prepared up in here oh goodness me <laughs> oh goodness me or this one the old kick around oh my goodness Goodness me! I'm not even gonna tell guns. you. I'm not sort gonna tell you on that. What he's putting up in the kitchen. it made Eric happy, I guarantee. it. He's like, "Yep, that's what I'm talking about."
0: <laughs>
1: what
0: are you talking about? I'm not gonna be. I'm not
2: gonna be up in the woods by the myself. Listener, they're showing
0: off their guns now. <laughs> oh,
2: did you, wait? I, did Eric? And I'm not, I don't
0: mean their muscles. I'm talking about actual guns.
2: Eric, I missed it. <laughs> For me to see Eric, he's got to say something. That's the problem. I don't know how this. Can you
1: goes. see it now?
2: Oh yeah, yes. Sir. Oh yeah, baby.
1: Yeah, you yeah, NRA baby.
0: Second Amendment defenders would be very happy out there. Come get them
1: yes. <laughs> out of my cold, dead fingers. Out of my out of cold, cold dead you,
2: got, you got to pry them out of my golden <laughs> goddamn, dead fingers. <laughs>
0: I don't know. <laughs> I should hold up my Nerf gun in comparison here or something. I don't even have that. Um, all right. So some of the uh, uh, the funniest one that was mentioned on Twitter when I threw out what are you what are your uh, perfect albums? One lady uh, said Paula Abdul forever your girl, and I'm oh like, my God. I'm like really? She's like, yeah, and I'm like, you know what? You go for it. All right. Exactly, uh, meatloaf, bad out of hell came up a lot, and I'm like, oh, you people, oh, you people.
2: Mm, I liked it. I could sit and listen to it. <laughs> I I didn't have a problem with that.
0: I can't listen to one song off from of it. I realized it's that can't, I just it's died, campy, but it's oh. campy.
2: I liked it because of the 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 flair of the theatrics of it.
0: And it was theatrical. I will give it that. Yes, but okay. I mean, Plus, I do not see even. I,
2: wasn't he even in uh, Rocky Horror? He was in Rocky Horror, by the way.
0: He was in Rocky Horror Picture Show, and that was before this album came out. Yeah, um, but I I get nauseated when I even say uh, that album, actually. Uh, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Uh,
1: yeah, I knew that was going to come up.
0: Nope. Maybe
1: after a big fatty.
0: Yeah, maybe, <laughs> but I tell you what, I can skip two or three songs on that album. Uh, but, uh, but I do, there are other... There's another Pink Floyd album that could be on my list later uh, that I didn't mention today, but it's not that one. Metallica, Master of Puppets. Yeah. Not a Metallica guy, but if I were to pick one, it'd probably be that one. Yep. Yep. Master. Uh, Master. This one came up a lot, and it surprised me, and I have it in quotation marks as really with
2: a, uh, with a question mark. Pearl Jam 10. Yeah, that's a great album. But is it a a perfect album? Yeah, because it was their very first album and it just happened to work out. And the 10 signifies all these things, but I guess it was their favorite player's jersey, actually. So it's really weird how that came about. But for coming out of the gate, being a young band and just having the marvel of an album happening like, like that on your first try and every single song was a hit that got played on the radio. Yeah, man, that's I'll give them that. I mean, I'm not a super fan, but... I will give them that album for sure. I think I'm going to go back and listen to it. I
0: uh, did go back and listen to versus their second album, uh, maybe like three or four years ago. And I'm like, huh, this album, I don't remember. This album was better (laughs) 25 years ago than it is now. It didn't really uh,
2: stick with new. You didn't hear it a million times versus then vitalogy. And yeah, um, Yeah. but I think 10, 10s, Go ahead. That's worth the listen again, I would say. I would say it's
0: worth the listen again, because I'm not sure. Uh, also kind of in that same vein is uh, Nirvana, Nevermind. Yeah. Geez, <sighs> I don't. I mean, certainly it's should be appreciated because it really did change the trajectory of mainstream rock music. But I don't believe every song on that album is a good one. I think there's some skippable ones on
1: that. It, it's, it's on my backup my honorable mentions
0: honorable mentions yeah yeah again i might have to go back and look at it uh, but i'm not uh,
1: probably wants a cracker
0: probably wants a cracker yeah yep uh,
1: you know yeah. what i love about that song eric they
2: left his mistake in it on the album that was awesome where he sang too early for the you know it was coming around it was in three and he sang started singing and he stopped and they left it in and he started over Probably yep. wants and then he's Pali like,
0: cracker. yeah, but
2: he stops. He goes, Polly wants, and it, he hadn't played. He was on the third go, go around and he had to come around one and he stopped singing and then he starts again. He does that verse and they left it in. I thought that was kind of yeah. cool.
0: Well, you know, why he did that is because he got distracted by heroin.
2: Uh, you, you know why he did that? He, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. his heroin the, dealer uh, Jay, came in and he's like, it, oh, it oh, well, wanna, See? oh, yeah,
0: that's right. I got to go do some heroin.
2: It was I, that's right. I, I he looked up and the door opened, like you said, Matt, and, that's, yeah. and he distracted him. He's like, Polly, what? Oh, the heroines here. I right? oh, the heroines here. Yeah, I
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, I mentioned before the Beatles Abbey Road, Uh the Rolling Stones Exile on Main Street. Yes. And I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. I yes. do. Lo- I do like that album,
2: but I have to go back and listen to it.
1: Very bluesy. Yes. Yep. Bob Seeger.
2: Uh, friggin' Jackson Brown. I mean, there's so many of these albums that if like, you go back, I, I could listen to a lot of these guys over again. Well, and just... that's
0: what makes this kind of fun is because, like, uh, you question it a little bit, then you go back and listen to it, and you're going to enjoy listening to it no matter what. Yeah. Uh, so um, Outcast, Aquamini, I'm not familiar no. with Outcast. At Dow. All.
2: Okay. Dow. All right.
0: We're going to give that two thumbs down. Yeah. Kanye West. No. College Dropout. No, 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 uh, this one. I actually get the next one I'm going to mention. I actually gave a chance and I'm like, what the hell are people thinking? Radiohead. OK, computer. I'm like, no, huh? no, no, no.
2: There's no. there's a song or two on there. What's the one? It's,
1: funky. it's
0: really
2: police No, Arista, what's the Samantha.
0: one? It's like whiny freaking what's the one
2: about the paranoid Android is it not a bad song
0: but they all have pretentious titles well yeah like why you know is this a concept album I guess it is but what it's like I don't know it's It's like the the album you make when you're a douche that's what it is it's a pretentious douchey (laughs) British guy album that's what it is yep it is yeah I bet that guy was a fan of the Smiths
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, The next two, I got into a long discussion with uh, a very dear friend of mine about a week ago. Uh, She listened to our Purple Rain review and none of us gave that a perfect rating and she claims it was a perfect album. And it's like, oh, and then she also mentioned how you two guys in particular, your interest are more towards the hard rock kind of genre, which is true. And then she asked me, which was valid. I mean, it's like is electronic music excluded in your taste. And it's like, no, not really, especially with me. But my thing with Purple Rain is I like the album. I just don't think it's a perfect album. Then she kind of understood because uh, that song what was it? Electric blue or computer blue or, you know, Wendy, is the water ready? Yes, Lisa, you know, that one. Then it goes into. Yeah. Not every song on Purple Rain. Yeah,
2: is, You know, that was uh, because they were uh, uh, lesbians. Yeah, yeah, they're they're going to get the up were, together. Yeah, there was, was a taboo thing back then. They yeah, were uh, exactly. yeah, uh, lesbians. They would right. call it out uh, yeah, the water ready because they were uh, yeah. lesbians but i mean all of us have
0: an appreciation of prince as a musician i mean i, I see eric nodding his head he was king
2: up. of the king of the lesb- lesbian <laughs> lesbians well beyond that stout yes oh um yeah, yeah no I, I appreciated prince I, I did i mean for you know uh, you know he wasn't terrible he oh. he had r- writing and, and singing and musical chops obviously I mean, oh yeah
0: big time he big
2: could time. play the guitar like
1: crazy
0: an underrated, I would say, an yep. underrated guitar player uh, yeah. to boot.
1: He's a very hard worker too. Yes, very, yeah. very hard worker.
0: Yeah, but it's just like I mean, and it's another example in my case that I can like an album. I just don't think it's a perfect album, right? And I don't, it it doesn't really tickle my fancy to the point I can go the rest of my life without listening to Purple Rain, be fine, you know. And that becomes up to personal taste. Amen. She also mentioned Michael Jackson, Thriller. How could Thriller not be a perfect album? Well, Ooh. I'll tell you, because uh, uh, The Girl Is Mine is not a good song. The one he did with Paul McCartney. Oh, with
2: Paul? That yeah. was on Thriller?
0: That was on Thriller.
2: Oh. Yeah. What, about uh-huh. what about Off the Wall?
1: What uh, about Off the Wall? it's going to be close to a perfect album. Close
0: to perfect. There's a, I think there's a song. He does a ballad, She's Out of My Life, which is kind of... Uh, a, sleeper that i could probably skip over but but the thing is with those two albums off the wall and thriller yeah the songs that are good are incredibly good Uh, they were good songs on those albums yeah 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 but it it doesn't mean that they're perfect yeah exactly
2: hey hey, matt you know what uh uh uh, you know what michael jackson's downfall was matt it was uh this comes up it's like can you
0: get past the transgressions and appreciate the art
2: artistry and, and yeah. did he really
1: did he touch the kids did they prove it yeah
2: no they didn't really prove it but if you watch I mean, the, and it's
0: the same person i was talking to about this uh she hasn't you guys probably haven't seen the finding neverland leaving neverland
2: yeah, or leaving, leaving neverland. neverland right so that's the thing though they they did it after his post-mortem and that is bullshit uh,
0: and the, the issue is is that you hear their stories and they're consistent you know it was the same mm. type of behavior and when there you were so put many together
2: a documentary matt you can do whatever you want and, and there is a and, and is post-mortem a, yeah. post-mortem was kind of like a
1: a uh, cheeky way to do that crap
2: man you know if they Did, didn't they find him, some
1: pornographic magazines in his house and stuff like that
0: i i don't know it could uh, very what, well what be what
2: type eric what do you mean like they don't make kid ones so if he had pornography of cares? course they
0: make kid ones they're all of course they. it's do.
2: online i don't think they issue magazines do they, they? it's yeah, highly they, against yeah, the law. what it
0: is is um they yeah uh Unfortunately, especially
2: legal, man. Yeah,
0: in uh, Amsterdam years ago, it was legal to put out those publications, and they are around. Uh, well, so, Thailand,
2: it's still easy to get a boy, girl, boy, child.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they are around. I mean, it's highly illegal, of course, but they there are uh, they are around definitely. It's gross, but it's you know Marilyn Manson. <clears throat> can we listen to Marilyn Manson anymore?
2: I don't know. Oh, after all that abuse with the girls and stuff, and
0: that's ongoing. Um, Woody Allen seems to get
2: some sort wait, of wait. a pass, but he got a pass like crazy. Kelsey Grammer got a pass like crazy. What Kelsey and Grammer then, do? He was with like a thirteen year old back in the day. Kelsey Grammer was. He was with this young girl. They all get these passes and then you hear about like his family died tragically from murder and this and that, but nobody ever wants to bring up in the early nineties. He was, yeah, he had a conspiracy against him about this girl and he never denied it. a lot of these people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. So getting back to Michael Jackson, it's just, I mean, we still talk about him uh, as an artist with uh, appreciation and, uh, and maybe that's the way it'll continue to be, but it's uh, always in the back of my mind. It's like, uh, should we? And yeah, uh, I don't you know. Yeah. I don't know how
2: that, I don't know how that ru- the rules go. I don't, we need a ruling.
0: You know, <laughs> We need rules when it comes to, we cancel- need a ruling on that. Like <laughs> what they what call mean? cancel culture.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the radio station said they were going to stop playing them and he's played all over still. Oh, of course <laughs> like, he is. You know? Of
0: course he is. Yeah. What did I, <sighs> so it is interesting. I mean, you, people can see what our tastes are when we name these albums and we are very very rock and roll oriented i'd say on the heavy side of rock and roll oriented and that and that does play into the albums that we are going to mention um i mean maybe as time goes on we can do our top five broadway albums Uh, uh i know that's
2: right up stout's alley uh or why would album. definitely I would definitely say Lay Miz comes first, probably comes
1: no 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 cats, cats? No, yeah. I
2: you no, know, but soundtrack wise, no way. Cats <laughs> versus Lay Miz. No, Lay Miz, Lay yeah. Miz all the way, all the way. Good. Bring it back home, baby. Right. And a chorus line.
0: Mm. Oh, there you, you go. Think
2: I don't have culture. You think I don't have culture? What are you talking to over here?
0: Who are you talking? He's got culture. Have you ever been to a Broadway show before? Yeah. You have. Yeah, of course you're mm-hmm. from you're you're not too you grew up not too far from Broadway. I never I'm had very my, cultured. Yeah, good for you. My daughter actually has. She saw Wicked and uh, something else. I can't remember.
2: I didn't go to Broadway when I was six years old, Matt, when I grew up near Broadway.
0: Yeah. No, she went she went just a few years ago, uh, pre pandemic, just before the pandemic. So she would have been a teenager.
2: Musical Broadway
1: be- the other day. What's Broadway. That? I went to Broadway, Walmart.
0: Barley Walmart. <laughs> yes.
1: <Yeah. laughs> Musicals can be fun, I guess, but they're kind
2: of, you know, you really got to have the patience to sit through a musical.
0: I have to like gear myself up to watch one. Uh, I Mama realize. Mia
2: was awesome, though. That Pierce Brosnan sang the crap out of that. And I don't care what anybody says. So I haven't Mia. seen it.
0: Yeah, I still haven't seen it. I haven't but seen Pierce the...
2: Brosnan kick butt on that thing, man. Good. Good.
0: I have seen Grease uh, probably 600 bazillion times, but but it's highly dramatic all... it's,
2: <laughs> it's <pretty> lightning <laughs> you say dirty words in that man i was a little kid with the oh uh, yeah
0: yeah you like that all right okay we'll end the show thanks guys and... wait can i
2: just touch on one thing can we go back to something i'm just gonna have to please absolutely do the homework. Can you please do the homework on this? You can't take everything away from Mr. Loaf because that guy could sing and he could actually hit a high C and he had an operatic voice and that's no joke. So if you try to sing his stuff or try to get a lot of people to sing like him, he did know how to sing.
0: And I'll take your word for art uh, because I will never, ever
2: try. I'll never try to sing a meatloaf song. So I'm going to take your word for it. Now I wish I'd never gone back and pointed that out. (laughs) <laughs> no, hey,
0: you know, yeah, you're free to your you're free to your opinion and you can mention it anytime. Absolutely. <laughs> that was and a I'm fun show, to, though. <laughs> yeah. And I'm free, to ridicule, I'm free to ridicule your opinion. OK, <laughs> as you are
2: mine. When are you guys going to come out and see me here in the woods? I'll come out in the next week or so. I'm just a lonely guy in the woods.
0: Yeah, actually, I got to grab you at some point because I need your uh, vocal chops for Blackledge. Okay. So, so oh we boy for that
2: so oh that's good. now it's out now it's public
0: it's public chris is going to be singing dun, for Black all right
2: dun, 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 all right
0: dun. this has been the wicked awesome podcast uh thank you to eric and Stout for joining <laughs> eric, eric's going to test the text you right after this and go what the hell was that last part <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thank you for listening until next time love you all and take care Love you, Bye. boys. see all right. you guys see you all Bye. right